millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. NobleGoldInvestments.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. What's up, guys? We are live. So much news to get to. Once again, we're talking about uh, uh, functionality of gain. I'm going to call it that. Uh, and you know what? Senator Rand Paul apparently was right. The NIH admitting to taxpayers funding that research on illnesses. So we're going to get into that. We're going to get into the attorney general uh, being grilled, our U.S. attorney general being grilled by Congress today. It was not a good look for him. I am going to play sound bites of that. Gosh, why wouldn't he answer uh, these questions about 
him basically accusing parents at school board meetings of being domestic terrorists and why he did it and potential financial incentives. Uh, So we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about the CDC's review of the mix and match options, getting that in the arm, uh, voting on that just about right now, actually. And then um, Trump's new social media platform. Did you guys uh, go check it out yet? It's not officially out, but you can pre-order it. Uh, Thomas Jefferson statue to be remo- removed in New York City. Um, whew, that one gets me emotionally. Uh, so I'm going to get to that topic for sure. And then talking about Rachel Levine and the militarization of healthcare. I hope that you guys can hear me. Okay, I'm uh, using my brand new big huge. Mac, iMac. I switched to the new computer for this live stream because of the issues yesterday. And uh, yeah, I wasn't, I was not going to do Apple anymore. I threw in the towel on Apple and then they shipped me the computer anyway before I could cancel the order. So here I am. Um, So before we get into um, all of this very important news today, uh, got a shout out healthwithivory.com. Check it out, guys. You only have to do one thing to combat aging and that is to take collagen. Well, it's a great thing. And I believe in nutrition for it, but there's a problem. Most collagen supplements out there don't work. The secret is ageless multi-collagen. I've posted about this on Instagram. Health with Ivory is the most effective collagen for anti-aging out there, in my opinion. Thousands of users agree that they notice their skin looking and feeling younger after routinely taking it. Men also report increase in muscle mass. I think it helps... Uh, Women's muscle as well. It has firmed up my body. I've taken collagen for years. Um, So if you have been looking for a way to reduce the appearance of wrinkles and also get protein because collagen is pure protein, you'll love healthwithivory.com. Get 51% off Health with Ivory for the next 24 hours by going to healthwithivory.com. Link in description, guys. Link in description. All right. All right. How is everyone? What's up? We're about to get to this news. And I'll, I guess I'll do a Q&A at the end of this this time. I'm getting into uh, the zone of how to do these uh, news YouTube lives. Okay. Eventually, I'll figure out the whole graphics on the screen thing so you guys can kind of see what I'm reading. Um, okay. So what are we talking about? We're talking about Yahoo News. YouTube likes Yahoo News, right? Yahoo News is breaking big news on the NIH. Well, uh, everyone's talking about it now. NIH admits to funding functionality of gain. I'm calling it that weird term to not trigger any YouTube bots, but the research in China. And it says EcoHealth violated reporting requirements. That's a Yahoo News headline. Okay, so I'm just going to call it functionality. Function instead of the G of function, uh, because I don't want to trigger YouTube and get another strike and get deleted. Okay, a top NIH official admitted in a Wednesday letter that U.S. taxpayers funded function research on the bat illness in China and revealed that EcoHealth Alliance, the U.S. nonprofit that funneled NIH money to to, uh, China, was not transparent about the work it was doing. In the letter to Representative James Comer of Kentucky, Lawrence A. Tabak of the NIH cites a limited experiment that was conducted to test if protein from naturally occurring bat illnesses circulating in China were capable of binding to the human receptor in a mouse model. The laboratory mice infected with the modified uh, bat illness became sicker than those infected with the unmodified bat illness. The revelation vindicates Republican Senator Rand Paul, who got into heated exchanges with the NIH Allergy and Infectious Disease Director Anthony Fauci during his May and July testimonies before Congress over function questions. At the second hearing, Paul accused Fauci of misleading Congress by denying that the U.S. had funded this function project in China. Do you guys remember uh, that hearing? Now, I, there, there were sound bites out there about that heated exchange between uh, Senator Paul 
and Anthony Fauci. And Anthony Fauci was straight up denying any of this. And now we've got the NIH saying, yeah, actually, it's it's true. It's true. So, yeah, this function talk we're talking about, you know, this is this is the making of deadly illnesses in a lab. Why would you use my tax dollars to make an illness that can kill so many people? And in those testimonies, um, Senator Paul talked about, you know, the original SARS illness had a 15 percent mortality rate, 15 percent mortality rate. Uh, the current COVID illness, oh, I just said the word, has um, it has a fatality rate of uh, just over one percent. So thank God when they were messing with messing with the SARS that they weren't able to create something as transmissible with that 15% death rate. That would be truly devastating, but it's just, it's a horrifying to a lot of people that our tax dollars would go to the making of something so deadly. Okay. And now look how, how this thing has, has impacted our lives over the past, uh, year and a half. Okay. So I'm going to play some, some sound from that heated exchange between Rand Paul and Anthony Fauci. Rand Paul has just finished um, questioning Fauci and, and Fauci has this to say. Senator Paul, with all your- and I, and I've, I've bleeped out the, the trigger words. So YouTube won't flag me. Senator Paul, with all due respect, you are entire, entirely and completely incorrect that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund function research in the Wuhan Institute. Do they fund our straight, straight up said they don't. We do not fund. You fund Dr. Barrett's Now NIH is saying they do. Dr. Barrett does not doing the function research, and if it is, it's according to the guidelines, and it is being conducted in North Carolina. Not you don't think it's trying a bat? protein that he got from the Wooten Institute into the Sarsid function. That is not a minority because at least 200 scientists have signed a statement from the Cambridge Working Group saying that it is function. Well, it is not. And if you look at the grant and you look at the uh, progress reports, it is not function, despite the fact that people tweet that. Despite people tweeted, it's not. Well, it turns out it is, according to all the headlines, including Yahoo News, an ex- respected YouTube news source that we get to cite here on YouTube. Um, okay, so that's that's really interesting. Um, A. Jones was right, right first. You know, how often is he right? It's crazy, isn't it? Um, yeah, reading your comments here. Fascinating stuff, right? Okay, so we're going to move right along to uh, uh, the U.S. Attorney General and this issue of, of parents being domestic terror threats because they're concerned about what their children are, what their children are uh, studying in school. Uh, this is a headline. I'm going to read the headline from Fox News. Headline, Garland denies DOJ labeling parents as domestic terrorists following school board memo. GOP lawmakers are criticizing Garland for getting involved in matters that should be handled by state and local law enforcement. Attorney General Merrick Garland on Thursday denied claims that the Justice Department would label parents as domestic terrorists following an October 4th memorandum he sent to DOJ employees about intervening in incidents of violence or intimidation uh, targeting state and local school board officials. GOP lawmakers have criticized Garland for getting involved in matters that should be handled by state and local law enforcement in issuing the memo days after the National School Board Association asked the Biden administration to utilize tools, including the terrorism-related Patriot Act, to deal with these situations. Um, so, so he had to testify before the House Judiciary Committee this morning, and I watched some of that live and, and recorded some of it because it was 
so compelling that the way that he avoided these questions about his apparent conflict of interest. Let's play some of it. Your memorandum directing the FBI and other Department of Justice officials to get involved in local school board debates. It concerns us that it was issued just five days after the National School Board Association sent a letter to President Biden, which referred to concerned parents as the equivalent of, quote, domestic terrorists and perpetrators of hate crimes, unquote. Given the timing of all this, your memo appears to have been motivated by politics more than any pressing federal law enforcement need. This is concerning to us, and it's worthy of investigation. It also concerns us that your actions may have been motivated by your family's financial stake in this issue. Published reports so that show that your son-in-law co-founded a company called Panorama Education, We now know that that company publishes and sells critical race theory and so-called anti-racism materials to schools across the country. And it works with school districts nationwide to obtain and analyze data on students, often without parental consent. On its website, the company brags that it's surveyed more than 13 million students in the U.S. So this is Representative Mike Johnson, Republican from Louisiana, grilling uh, our attorney general and asking him about Okay, you have these close family ties to critical race theory curriculum. And now parents are going to school boards specifically calling out critical race theory. And then you're putting out these threatening things about about parents, you know, possibly being uh, domestic terrorists. So is this conflict of interest? Representative Johnson is asking. Yes. It's raised $76 million from powerful investors, including people like Mark Zuckerberg, just since 2017. Zuckerberg has donated to the Attorney General's son-in-law's critical race theory curriculum. My first question is this. Are you familiar with Title V of the Code of Federal Regulations, which addresses the rules of impartiality for executive branch employees and officials? I am very familiar with it, and I want to be clear once again that there's nothing in this memorandum which has any effect on the kinds of curriculums that are taught or the ability of parents to complain about the kinds of... I understand your position on, on this free speech position. If it is wait, wait just a minute. The question is, the question is, the thing that has concerned many of those parents that are showing up at these school board meetings, the, the, the very basis of their objection and their vigorous debate, as you mentioned earlier is the curricula, the very curricula that your son-in-law is selling. So to millions of Americans, I mean, my constituents, I was home all weekend, I got an earful about this. They're very concerned about that. Subpart E of that federal regulation says an employee of the executive branch is discouraged from encouraging engaging in conduct that's likely to affect the financial interest of someone close to them. Your your son-in-law, your daughter, uh, clearly meets that definition. And, and so the question is, uh, did, did you follow that regulation? Did you have the appropriate agency ethic official look into this? Did you see God? Now watch how he dodges these questions again and again about whether he got checked on ethics. Did our U.S. Attorney General get an ethical checkup on whether he has conflict of interest when he's targeting parents over critical race theory objections? Evidence as the federal regulation requires this memorandum is aimed at violence and threats of violence. I understand that. But no did, did you see, excuse me, did you seek ethics counsel before you issued a letter that directly relates to the financial interest of your family? Yes or no? This memorandum does not relate to the financial interests of anyone. It's a it's against I take that as a no. I take that as a no. Memorandum is against violence and threats of violence. I will, will you, Mr. Attorney General, will you commit to having the appropriate ethics designee review the case and make the results public. This memorandum is aimed at violence and threats of violence. I understand your talking point. You're not answering my question, Mr. Attorney General. With all due respect, will you submit to an ethics review of this matter, yes or no? There's no company in America or hopefully no law-abiding citizen in America who believes that threats of violence should not be prevented. There are no conflicts of interest that anyone could have. According to you, but sir, with due respect, that's the purpose of the federal regulation. We need objective third parties to review our activities. You don't get to... Anyway, yeah, so he just grilled him again and again, and our U.S. Attorney General would not even agree to having having his own ethics checked out. 
because here he is targeting parents um, who object to critical race theory when his son-in-law has a curriculum on critical race theory. Not a good look. And, And the way he dodged those questions, just not a good look for our Department of Justice. Yikes. Okay, moving along to um, mixing and matching boosters. Let's see. So the CDC has been convening all day today on the mixing and matching. This after yesterday, the FDA gave gave the AOK to mix and match different brands of boosters. So let me refresh this page. We're looking at CNN is doing a live a live. Uh, blog on what's really going on uh, since this is an all-day convention on what to do with these boosters. Uh, okay, updated two minutes ago from the from uh, CNN.com. They say uh, CDC advisors are preparing to vote on the boosters. All right, the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's Advisory Committee uh, on Immune Practices is preparing to vote on whether to recommend the boost shot. Um, they There will be two separate votes, one for Derna, one for John. Yesterday, the U.S. FDA authorized the boost uh, of both of the shots and said any of the three authorized options could be used as a boost in a mix and match approach. I'm getting so good at code words, guys. I'm still reading a little slow to ch- to fit in all my code words. Um, my YouTube mentor was just like, don't talk about these topics, period. But I was like, I've, I've got to talk about these topics. These are kind of like the biggest topics right now. After the advisors vote, CNN says, the CDC director, our lovely Rochelle Walensky, will need to sign off. Oh, she wouldn't sign off on a boost. If she does, she could start getting, uh, we could start getting uh, Derna and John within days. Okay. Yay. We get to have three different options for boost. Are you guys excited? <laughs> You guys excited or what? Goodness, goodness. Um, no, actually, there's a little more detail on, on this whole mix and match thing. Um, it, it's like, okay, what exactly is the data on that? There was a small study uh, on mix and match, I guess. I mean, I I know of a couple people who did get a third dose. Um, the one person I know is doing just fine. I was actually supposed to get dinner with one one person who had the third dose and they were sick. They were like bedridden after their third dose. But, you know, a lot of people get sick after the dose. Um, so it, it was someone's fiance. I, I don't actually know her, but I hope she's doing better. So mix and match. This is uh, what Reuters is saying. The FDA and CDC were under pressure to authorize an additional shot after the White House announced plans in August for a widespread boost campaign. The advisory panel meeting included a presentation of data on mixing the shots uh, from a NIH study in which 458 participants received some combination of the three shot options. So there you go. This study uh, from the NIH involved 458 participants. The data showed that people who initially got John shot had a stronger immune response when boosted with either Phi or Derna and that mixing and matching the boost shots of different types was safe in adults. Still FDA officials said the data was not yet clear on whether any shot combination should be preferred. So there is limited, uh, limited new data on this. I actually, uh, Linked the entire live stream of the CDC advisory panel, uh, which is still on finally casting that vote after a day long meeting. Uh, the the raw link to, to the whole whole live feed is uh, in my Telegram, which is linked in my description. My Telegram is the best place. It is uh, an uncensored place. I really like it there, um, but. I also checked the CDC's website.
It's really interesting when you look into look at the CDC's writings about interchangeability. I mean, this is a headline on CDC.gov. It says interchangeability of of the shot products. It says, quote, CD, uh, quote, uh, illness shots products. OK, I'm writing. I'm saying code words. Shot products are not interchangeable, end quote. That, that's a quote from the CDC. So their website still says don't mix them, but they are voting on whether to change their minds right now. And then they go on to say using the above strategies. So this is like advice for doctors on CDC.gov. Using the above strategies, every effort should be made to determine which shot product was received as the first dose to ensure completion of the shot series with the same product in exceptional situations in which the shot product was given for the first dose and can then cannot be determined which product was used. um, Any available shot will do as long as it's administered in 28 days. Um, And then they go on to say, in addition, in situations where the same Shot product is temporarily unavailable. It is preferable to delay the second dose to receive uh, the same product than to receive a mixed series using a different product. So CDC is mixing and matching that they say if you you don't have the option of the same shot brand for your your follow-up dose, just hold off, period, until you can get it rather than mixing and matching. That's what their current website says. And now they're totally doing an about face, basically. So I just, it's, it's just interesting how, you know, they were so confident about do not mix and match. And now they're so confident about do, you know, the FDA is. And from what I've watched in the live stream today, um, the CDC panel seems to be like saying, yeah, it's, you know, it's looking good as far as uh, mixing and matching. So as long as the public knows, this is all just, this is all developing. You are a part of the experiment. As long as you know that as a member of the public, great. But if the government and the media is deceiving you into thinking that this advisory panel today, um, it says my internet connection is unstable. It shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. Uh, can you guys hear me? Um, okay, so I was watching the CDC advisory panel today. Um, caught as much of it as I could. It was an all-day thing, but it was interesting. They were getting into the um, side effects from getting it in the arm. And... <laughs> the man doing the presentation gets to this one slide that's long in depth, a list of all of these horrible reactions, horrible reactions and it listing whether the person went to the emergency room or the, um, or whether they were just an inpatient or an outpatient. Well, it was all emergency room and inpatient. There was like four outpatient situations, but I mean, we're talking about, uh, stroke, Julian Barr syndrome, uh, cere- cere- Bell's palsy, cere- uh, cerebral venous sinus thrombosis, all these uh, anaphylaxis, all these crazy reactions. And it says the risk window uh, is within 42 days after getting in the arm. Okay, I'm, I'm seeing this big slide. And then um, at, it, this is this is data. The headline of the slide says this is data from the VSD, which is the Shot Safety Data Link from the CDC's um, collaborative project, looking at looking at how these shots are doing. Okay, now listen to what the presenter says when this slide comes up. I recorded it. This is what the presenter says when this big, horrible slide comes up. Slide. Slide just came uh, up. This is an able reference table just showing the VSD pre-specified surveillance outcomes. Pause. Next slide. Next slide. 
and then they just flipped right through. No explanation of what is going on with those horrible outcomes. And yeah, I'm sorry for for the extra. Was that too loud? I'm, I got to get used to my audio. No explanation of, you know, how common was that? What was the, what what's the detail here? You know, so I took a quick picture of that slide before he flipped right through it. And then I'm seeing, okay, these all, all these reactions happen within 42 days. But it's like, what's going on? Why are you skipping past this, this most alarming slide? That was the most alarming slide I saw. And he flipped right past it. And then they went on, uh, they went to, uh, on to details, um, of, of reactions from getting that third dose. Um, they said that so far, so far out of all the people who've gotten the third dose, the CDC reported today that there's 4,951 uh, reactions. Okay. Uh, that's just with the, that's just with the new shot technology. And then the John technology, there's 39 reactions. Um and then a total of 30 deaths so far of amongst the people who've had the third dose, if I'm reading that right. That's right. So, so that's what they went through today. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, out of, out of about 11 million people who've gotten, uh, who have gotten the third dose, that's how many have reported those reactions. So, and then it says, uh, I was just going through the, some of their most interesting slides. It says military health system continues to identify and follow patients with heart reactions following the shot. Military health system. Okay. Let's talk more about the militarization of healthcare. Why is the military involved in our healthcare? To an extent, like, have we seen this before? Is this new? Uh, military health system continues to identify and follow patients with heart heart uh, reactions to the shot. Okay. And get this. You may not know that there is a current enhanced surveillance of heart conditions study going on by the CDC right now. Um, the purpose of... Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Assess functional... uh status and clinical outcomes among individuals reported to have developed heart conditions after the shot methods, a two component survey conducted at least 90 days after the onset of the heart symptoms. So the timeline for this is August, 2021 through November, 2021. So the CDC is in, in the middle of a big uh, survey right now of all the people who've had these heart reactions uh, and that, and that study is going on through November. And see, that's what we don't see the headlines. That people need to know. You know, they slip, they slip that slide into a, like, eight-hour an eight hour day they just had today at the CDC. Like I said, the full uh, the link to that full talk today from the CDC is in my Telegram, which is linked in my description. Um, so as long as people know, like, yeah, you're being, you're being studied. You're being studied, and the people... You know, the people who we got to remember that these heart conditions weren't even identified as a thing until about May. And prior to that, people in the headlines of people were being told that this is, you know, this is good to go. Heart issues were not being talked about. And then people had heart issues and found out, oh, yeah, I am the experiment. So just as long as you as a public know you are the experiment, then then good, good. That's all I want is informed consent. People to know what they're getting into. And I'm glad that most people seem to be doing fine. Uh, I have heard from way too many people who are not doing fine. And that concerns me. Okay. So the next thing we're going to get into is Trump's new social media platform, you guys. Have you, um, are you going to join this platform or what? Have you heard much about it? Let's look at, um, ooh, before I get into that, I got I got to wrap up this whole mix and match talk. Okay. We've got to circle back to a Business Insider article from September 1st. This is the headline. Two two top FDA officials resigned over the Biden administration boost shot plan, saying it insisted on this policy before the agency approved it, report says. The FDA announced the resignations of Marion Goober and Philip Causer, Philip Kraus, on Tuesday. The pair lead the FDA office in charge of approving shots. Political and endpoints reported They left in frustration over Biden's boost shot plan. Okay, so that is that's a bit alarming. It goes on to say one former senior FDA leader told endpoints that Gruber and Krauss were leaving because they felt that the CDC was making shot decisions that should have been left to the FDA and were upset with Marks, the leader of their division for not insist Biden and his people have just kind of been ramming these shots through regardless of what these federal agencies say. And there's just a lot of federal agency pressure in it. And any federal agent who objects ends up leaving. So, all right, you guys, are, are you guys having some lag issues? Darn it. looks like my uh, YouTube connection might be iffy right now. I'm sorry about that, guys. Hopefully it comes back strong. 
Okay, let's get into let's get into Donald Trump's new social media app. Uh, what do you think of Trump coming out with an official social media app? <laughs> Here's the headline that came up when when you Google it. CNN headline quote three reasons why Donald Trump's new social media company is doomed to fail. What else can you expect from CNN? What a headline! Uh, so it says here Donald Trump is finally getting into the social media game after a series of fits and starts. Trump announced the formation of Truth Social on Wednesday night, an effort he insisted to quote stand up to the tyranny of big tech. Posts will be called Truths, and Trump said he's excited to soon begin sharing my thoughts on Truth Social and to fight back against big tech. CNN writes, this is uniquely uh, is a uniquely terrible idea that will almost certainly fail. And there's plenty of reasons for that. So then CNN uh, writes three reasons they think that Trump's new app will fail. One, they said Twitter already exists. And then they talked about how everyone's on Twitter. What, what, what's going to incentivize them to switch over to, to this other one. Well, for one, all the people who've been censored on Twitter and on everywhere else will have the incentive to switch to something new. Okay, and CNN's second point here is that the conservative social space is crowded and not doing well. And then they brought up, you know, and there are a lot of new, uh, like, right-wing social media apps. Um, and I know, I, I feel like a lot of people are trying to figure out which app to go to, like, what's everyone on? And it's and it's a little bit scattered right now. But then they bring up Parler and how Parler surged in popularity in January, right after Trump got booted off of Twitter, and then after after the thing at the Capitol in January, um, it surged. And then they're like, "Oh yeah," and then it just kind of flopped. Yeah, no joke because. <laughs> Parler got deplatformed by Amazon. It's host. Um, it, it's it's hosting server. They freaking deplatformed the app that was doing so well. And then they try. They went, spent like a month trying to replatform themselves. And then they came out and they still had issues. Like I tried to get back on Parler and it was not working. Like to this day, I don't think I can get Parler to work. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe I need to like re. But basically, I think so many people had that issue that there's like, uh, what else? And then a lot of people got on Telegram. I like Telegram. Um, And then I know a lot of people got on Getter, but I don't know. I don't know how many people are still using Getter. Um, Oh, and the three, the third option, CNN says that Trump Trump will fail with his new app is that um, he's not president anymore. So he's not as high profile, I guess. Um, so someone's saying get on Getter. Well, I, I do have a Getter profile. I created it. I haven't posted a lot there. I've posted a little bit, but I only have like, I, I got to figure out how Getter works. I have like 2,000 followers. I only follow like 20 people or something. Like, I don't know how to find people on Getter. I'm like, who's on here? Um, but... Maybe I should. I, I, I've got to diversify my social media. Um, yeah, so he's got he's got Truth Social. Um, I just, you can pre-order it right now. It's not out yet, but I can show you. I just pre-ordered it. This is what it looks like on the Apple App Store, Truth Social. So we'll see how that goes. Um, CNN Business uh went on to say Trump Media and Technology Group, chaired by Trump, said it will launch a new social media platform that the former president promises will, quote, stand up to the tyranny of big tech. So that's uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes, you guys. Now, I actually checked President Trump. There is some Trump channels on there's some Trump channels on Telegram. And I don't know if any of them are actual the real Donald Trump on there. So I had to go to his to, to Donald Trump's website to see what he's really saying. And he hasn't posted anything in his statements about this new social media app. But what he did post 
was about Thomas Jefferson, which is something I really wanted to talk to as well. Here's a statement from Donald J. Trump, 45th president of the U.S., from his website, DonaldJTrump.com. He says, well, it's finally happened. The late, great Thomas Jefferson, one of our most important founding fathers and a principal writer of the Declaration of Independence, is being evicted from the magnificent New York City Council Chamber. Who would have thought this would ever be possible? I did and called it long ago. Next up, Benjamin Franklin, Abraham Lincoln, and of course, George Washington. The radical left has gone crazy and it's hurting our country badly. But someday soon, sane people will be back and our country will be respected again. So that's what he wrote about this this new headline that's out this week. I'm going to read from NPR. This is the headline. New York City will exile Thomas Jefferson's statue from a prominent spot in City Hall. A Thomas Jefferson statue is on its way out of New York City's council chamber after members of the Public Design Commission agreed to take the nation's third president and well-known slave owner off his pedestal. The statue currently occupies a prominent spot near the chamber's main dais, where Jefferson had towered over council members for more than 100 years. Jefferson's statue could not... uh, Jefferson's statue should not be in a position of honor and recognition and tribute in the chamber, council member Inez Barron said during the public meeting on Monday about the statue's future, adding that Jefferson felt that blacks were inferior to whites in his own works. And then it goes on to say it's not clear where the statue will ultimately end up. So I guess they're not destroying it. They're just moving it somewhere. Um, and, um, where are they going to move it? I don't know. Seeing, seeing that, seeing that really bummed me out because I'm actually a big Thomas Jefferson fan. He was a, such an important founding father, by the way. I mean, he's on Rush, Mount Rushmore. Do you think he'll last up there? He's, do you think, uh, do you think he'll be taken off of Mount Rushmore or what? He's up on Mount Rushmore, and um, I just i've i've read i've read a lot of his letters that he used to write, and which really give a look into what he was advocating for back then. He would write letters to governors and things like that. And um, I want to uh, a lot of people actually don't know. You know, they, people talk about him as a slave owner. People don't know that he fought for emancipation for decades. He fought for emancipation um, almost a century before emancipation happened. And people, people don't realize he was advocating for the freedom of slaves, for, for getting rid of slavery. So here's a quote from his, his letter to Brissot de Warville. February 11, 1788, he says, you know that nobody wishes more ardently to see an abolition, not only of the trade, but of the condition of slavery. And certainly nobody will be more willing to encounter every sacrifice for that object. Talking about just he himself badly wanting to get rid of slavery. Um, This is from Monticello.org. They write, early in his public life, Jefferson was one of the first statesmen anywhere to take action to end slavery. In 1778, he introduced a Virginia law prohibiting the importation of enslaved Africans. In 1784, he proposed a ban on slavery in the Northwest Territory, new lands ceded by the British in uh, in 1783. In Notes on the State of Virginia, published in 1785, he proposed a plan of gradual emancipation, But after 1785, while still holding his beliefs in the injustice of slavery, he was publicly silent, it says. Um, Jefferson and many other patriots believe slavery should be abolished in the new American nation. Emancipation would fulfill the ideal that all men are created equal. Yet over the course of his life, it says Jefferson himself owned 600 slaves. Okay, so... It says he spent his life wrestling with proposing various solutions to the national problem of slavery. Um, 
he, he advocated for slavery. I remember or for, for emancipation against slavery. Um, been and slavery is a horrible part of the economy at the time, but he wanted to obliterate that. And he wrote in many letters about it. And I remember, it just reminds me of back in July 4th, 2014, I was a reporter for NBC affiliate Kentucky. And, um, I spent July 4th, instead of celebrating, I just read Thomas Jefferson letters all day. And I, at the time I was in a long distance relationship with this guy who thought I was cheating on him. And I was like, dude, I'm in my house buried in a book about Thomas Jefferson. Anyway, I, he, I was dating a black guy and he and I got in this heated debate about race And he's like, why are you reading Jefferson? Why are you reading Jefferson? He's, um, he, he was a racist slave owner. And I was like, I'm literally reading a letter he wrote trying to emancipate everybody. And, uh, so we get in a heated debate. I, um, pretty much broke up with him on the 4th of July over Jefferson. I was like, if you're not going to support our founding father who gave you the freedom to live the amazing life that you live then I can't date you. And <laughs> anyway, it's, uh, we ended up working it out temporarily and then it ended. But anyway, I'm a huge Jefferson fan. Um, I want to, you know, I saved a lot of, of those writings from that day when I was reading all those letters. And I want to, I want to read you guys some of my favorite Thomas Jefferson writings because he's getting bashed too much in the media now. And not only did, um, he helped create the foundation of, of the liberty that we currently have, which we should not be taking for granted. But he was such a trailblazer for freedom, and he took a lot of heat at the time in the 1700s from Christians who said, we need to nationalize Christianity. That's what God and Jesus want. We have to nationalize Christianity. And Jefferson's like, absolutely not. We need to get the government's hands off of religion. And a lot of Christians smeared him in the media uh, back then. They wrote nasty things about Thomas Jefferson because he wouldn't, uh, you know, make, make Christianity the official religion. That is how much Jefferson loved freedom, that he was willing to take, take that, um, those smearing horrible articles and, and just stand up for people's freedom to think for themselves, worship in, in their private lives without the government messing with things like that. Anyway, uh, one of my favorite quotes, this was actually on the anniversary of the signing of the declaration of independence. This was the last letter that Jefferson wrote in 1826 before dying. He says, May American independence be to the world what I believe it will be to some parts sooner to others later, but finally to all the signal of arousing men to burst the chains under which monkish ignorance and superstition had persuaded them to bind themselves and to assume the blessings and security of self-government. That form which we have substituted restores the free right to unbounded exercise of reason and freedom of opinion all eyes are opened or opening to the rights of man. The general spread of the light of science has already laid open to every view the palpable truth that the mass of mankind has not been born with saddles on their backs, nor a favored view booted and spurred, ready to ride them legitimately. These are grounds of hope for others. For ourselves, let the annual return of this day forever refresh our recollection of these rights and an undiminished devotion to them. Wrote that on the anniversary of the signing of Declaration of Independence, June 24th. June 24th, he was hoping that the annual return of that day would remind us of the importance of liberty. Nobody celebrates June 24th anymore. That's kind of sad. Um, He also wrote, It is an axiom in my mind that our liberty can never be safe but in the hands of the people themselves, and that and, and that two of the people with a certain degree of discretion, this is the business of the state to affect and on a general plan. Okay. 
He also write the spirit of he he wrote the spirit of resistance to government is so valuable on certain occasions that I wish it to be always kept alive. It will often be exercised when wrong, but better so than not to be exercised at all. I like a little rebellion now and then. It is like a storm in the atmosphere. He also wrote timid men prefer the calm of despotism to the tempestuous sea of liberty. He also wrote the natural natural progress of things is for liberty to yield and government to gain ground. That's definitely what we're seeing in this pandemic. He also wrote whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, it is the right of the people to alter and abolish it and to institute new government. Okay. If the government becomes destructive of your life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, it is your right to abolish it. Remember that. He said, when injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. He also wrote, our liberty depends on the freedom of the press, and that cannot be limited without being lost. There shall be no limiting of the free press, or it'll completely erode. He also wrote, those who expect to be both ignorant and free expect what never was and never will be. Only an educated public can preserve their liberty. Keep yourself educated. He also wrote, where the press is free and every man is able to read, all is safe. Power of the free press. And then he wrote, that government is, that government is best, which governs the least because it's people discipline themselves, personal responsibility. He also wrote the constitution of most of the states and of the United States asserts that all power is inherent in the people, that they may exercise it by themselves, that it is their right and duty to be at all times armed and that they are entitled to freedom of person, freedom of religion, freedom of property and freedom of the press. Yeah. I am big, big person fan. You're writing that I'm moderating McCullough. Absolutely. I'm moderating this, uh, this panel with, uh, that includes Dr. McCullough at six o'clock. I linked that panel on my social media. Uh, you can, it's on zoom. So if you want to join in the zoom chat as Dr. McCullough and some other, uh, scientists and experts weigh in on, um, they're, they're actually, the topic they're going to be discussing is shots for kids as young as five. That's something that the CDC is looking at, authorizing, I believe, next week. So um, the goal of this panel uh, tonight at six is to look at, um, six central, is, is to look at, at the science so far on how it's affecting um, kids how the virus is affecting kids and how the shot is affecting kids. And then um, you can make up your own mind about whether a five-year-old needs this. But we know that this illness that's been going around for the past year and a half is mainly kills, mainly kills old people and obese people. So um, the last topic I was going to get to was, um, the topic of Rachel Levine, um, WashingtonPost.com says Rachel Levine, openly transgender health official sworn in as four star admiral in public health service. Former Pennsylvania health secretary is the sixth, fourth, four star admiral in history of the health corps. Now, everyone's like, oh, whatever, you know, you know, first, first openly transgender. Everyone's, um, you know, up in arms about this person's gender, but I'm thinking militarization of healthcare. <laughs> that's, that's what's going through my mind. We're going back to some of the things we talked about with the, okay, the military is monitoring and disseminating and military military is involved with your arm and why. Okay, let's read a little of this article. A senior Biden health appointee who made history when she became the nation's highest ranked openly transgender official. 
has also become its first openly transgender four-star officer. Rachel Levine, the U.S. Assistant Secretary of Health, was sworn in Tuesday as an admiral of the U.S. Public Health Service Commissioned Corps, a 6,000-person force that responds to health crises on behalf of the federal government, including administering shots and delivering care after hurricanes. Levine is also the organization's first ever female four-star admiral. Okay, why do we have, why do we have, like, everyone's like, oh my gosh, whatever, four-star female, is, is, is she really female or male? Guys, stop getting distracted. Why do we have 6,000 military members putting stuff into your arms? I ran into some of them in Houston, all these people in camouflage. I was like, what are you guys doing here? They're like, oh, we're helping with the shots. Like when the military gets this involved and we become comfortable with the military being involved in our health care, that just really feels like Nazi Germany, you guys. <laughs> we need to keep the military out of out of our bodies. <laughs> That's just how I feel. I do not want the military involved um and uh you know the military is there for um for deadly force if needed and so that's pretty freaking creepy it's pretty freaking creepy when we're talking about people who don't want stuff in their arm and then the military is involved um anyway so so that's what's going on that's what's going on um yeah, did you guys know this? This mean to wear this dress like this? It actually goes like this, and then it has these hooks, and it just dawned on to me: this is a mask dress. I bought this dress not even knowing that you can literally wear this in place of a mask. It's actually more comfortable than a mask. I might deploy this at the airport. Um, <laughs> you don't like it. <laughs> I'm turning into some Arab shield. Um, yeah, a mask dress. I didn't even realize when I bought it. I was like, oh, okay, a cool frumpy neck. Oh, crap. This thing, these are ear hooks. <laughs> um, okay, so, yeah, I've got five more minutes to wrap this up, and then I've got to get on a call to prepare for the for the panel on the shots with, uh, you know, Dr. McCullough and others. So if you guys want to tune into that. He said Sharia in a compliant dress. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, just looking at your guys' comments here. Thanks for tuning in. Um, let me know if there's some something else that you guys want me to cover. Um, I'm going to start doing these every day. Um, I'm going to start covering these topics every day. Um, yeah, so the, the panel is not going to be on YouTube. This is a Zoom call that you have to sign up for. I think it's pretty easy to sign up. And I've put the link to sign up for that on my social media, on my Twitter, on my Telegram, all that. So I think it's on my Insta story. So, so yeah, you guys can check that out. I'm not, I didn't organize this. They just asked me to, uh, to uh, moderate it. So that's what I'm doing. And um, that'll do it for today, guys. Astros versus Red Sox. Who wins? Um, you know, I since I spent four years in Houston, I got to root for the Astros, right? But I honestly have not been watching sports at all. Um, uh, news has always been more of my passion than sports. Uh, if I were still working for Fox, I would definitely be covering the Astros right now, which it was fun to cover. It was fun. I had some great memories. I even wrote songs about about this the sports stuff, but I care more about the news that impacts people's freedoms. So I'm going to keep covering more of that, and um, I'll see you guys on here tomorrow. I'm going to be traveling. Guess what state I'll be in when I'm live tomorrow? Take your guess. All right. We'll talk to you guys later. we
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 